Welcome to the Town Matters Podcast. We are bringing you brief updates about what is going on in Brattleboro Town Government and what's on the horizon for this wonderful, kind, and resilient community in southeastern Vermont. I'm your host, Town Manager John Potter, broadcasting from the BCTV studios in Brattleboro, Vermont. Today we're going to look back at the October 3rd Brattleboro Select Board meeting and we'll review the agenda for the upcoming meeting on October 17th. The board met on October 3rd, and here's what happened. Ten items were approved on the consent agenda. The board awarded a $107,250 bid for Living Memorial Park Generational Improvements Design. They renewed liquor licenses and or tobacco licenses for Chain Jeezy, Echo, New England House, and Viking Farms. Also on consent, they approved a contract for an engineering agreement to do lead service line assessments across town. They approved the purchase of five rectangular rapid flashing beacons, the beacons that indicate pedestrian crossings, for $26,900. They accepted a grant and appropriated $12,412 for a 2023 Justice Assistance Grant. They ratified a bid award for $3.199 per gallon for 2024 heating fuel, and they also approved a parade permit for White Cane Awareness Day. The first item of new business was an update on the Community Safety Review Implementation. Jim Baker, a consultant through the Agency of Human Services and working with the governor's office, attended the meeting and told the select board about the project he will be working with the town to help the community identify gaps and see where the state can help fill those. The town will try to keep its community safety work coordinated with the states to reduce confusion and to best collaborate with the state's initiative. There was a lengthy discussion and I urge you to check out the BCTV recording if you are following this topic. Next on the agenda, communications coordinator Seth Thomas gave the board a presentation on the new town website. He discussed the changeover to the .gov domain, the update to staff email addresses associated with that. He described the work that was done with focus groups to build the new town website and address its content. And he also described the alert features, the accessibility, and the analytics that will come along with this this new site, which will be released on November 8th. No action was taken by the board. Then Public Works Director Dan Tyler discussed the bids for Winter Road Sand, which the board approved the least cost bid for $17.50 per cubic yard from Zaluzny Excavating. Following that motion, the board discussed Melrose Street, There was a discussion with planning director Sue Fillion about discontinuing a part of Melrose Street and altering its layout and establishing a new location for that street. The board agreed to conduct a site visit on November 7th to be convened at 4 p.m. with a public hearing to follow thereafter. These motions were approved by the board 5-0. The penultimate item was a consultation with Wyndham Southeast School District Board about a vacant school board seat. No no action was taken, but the select board wished the school board well in picking their new member. Finally, the board announced committee vacancies and adjourned the meeting. The next select board meeting is on Tuesday, October 17th at 6.15 p.m. at the select board meeting room 
at 230 Main Street. This agenda will be finalized and warned on Friday, but the draft agenda has three items on a consent authorizing application for a municipal planning grant consortium for a cultural plan, also a contract for water tank engineering services, and also an item to authorize free parking for holidays. On new business, there are six items for the October 17th meeting. First off, the Charter Review Commission will be joining the board to discuss the work that that commission is doing on revisiting the town's charter. Second item is a quarterly financial report from finance director Kim Frost, and that will cover the first quarter of fiscal year 24 from July through September. Next, Assistant Fire Chief Chuck Keir will be joining Fire Chief Len Howard for the fire department's monthly report, including an EMS update. The fourth item of new business will be discussion of a process for developing the town's legislative agenda for the upcoming session. Next, the board will look at giving staff initial feedback on the fiscal year 25 general fund budget and also on ARPA. Finally, the board will make committee appointments, and that is what is happening on October 17th. Got a few announcements today. There are several openings for town committees and anyone interested in serving their community should check the town website or reach out to Jessica Stickler at the town manager's office, jstickler at brattleboro.gov. The RTM's Human Services Committee is currently accepting applications for nonprofits. If you are with a nonprofit or are interested in seeing one of these social services funded, please look into this. There's an info session on October 18th from 4.30 to 6 p.m. in the Select Board Meeting Room. All applicants are encouraged to attend, and the deadline for submissions is November 8th at 5 p.m. I have an announcement on email. During the week of October 9th, town staff who have been using the email domain at brattleboro.org will have their domain switched to at brattleboro.gov. If members of the public attempt to reach a member of town staff via their .org address, the user will still receive the email, so no worries there. Once this transition is complete, the website will be updated to reflect the new contact information. Please note that this change will not impact the police department or the library. The public can reach the library and police department staff using their current email addresses. Back in April, Brattleboro was declared the winner of the 2023 Strongest Town Contest, which is an annual tournament hosted by the nonprofit Strong Towns. Brattleboro was selected based on its dedication to Strong Towns principles, such as transparent local accounting, building safe and productive streets, and encouraging incremental housing. As part of this designation, Strong Towns has produced a video that explores the many ways that Brattleboro is unique. This video was published to YouTube on October 6th. Look for a link to the video on the town's homepage. Well, that wraps up our update for today. This podcast is trying to communicate in a different format about what is going on in town government in Brattleboro. 
Please let us know at townmatters at brattleboro.org if you have any suggestions on what we could be doing better. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon.